Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joe Connolly, along with producer Neil A. Caruso. And today we want to introduce you to a business owner who had a minimal website, but now Sylvia Parker, owner of Magpie Gift Shop on the Upper West Side on Amsterdam Avenue in New York, has a beautiful-looking website, and we want to find out how she did this and how it's going. Sylvia, it really is a beautiful website. Did you do that yourself? Uh, we did. Uh, we wow. worked with a uh, basically, you know, one of the uh, template websites, sort of like Shopify or BigCommerce, and uh, it was quite easy to use. I'm lucky that I have a tech savvy staff member, and she helped me build the site, and uh, we maintained it ourselves and slowed things up ourselves too. They're very professional photographs. In other words, they're not shown on the shelf in the store. They're just all by themselves highlighting the gift. Did the platform do that for you? How did you make them look so singular? Well, some of them are actually just, um, we can get some uh, product shops from our vendors, but um, a lot of our things are handmade and uh, not all of our vendors have that available on their own websites or directly through them. So we actually invested in um, sort of a portable photo booth and we just set that up in our shop. It just takes a few minutes. It helps with the lighting, eliminates all the shadows, which was a problem before when we tried to take product shots, you know, um, on the shelves in the shop. And we found that that really helps a lot. How much did the portable photo booth cost? I think it was only about $100 or so, and we were able to get it from uh, one of the local photography shops. And uh, it was recommended by another staff member who's an artist, and uh, we think that it's been such a help to us. Uh, Has this been, maybe even if you're in a rush, I mean, has this been enjoyable to you at all, (laughs) getting getting your whole gift shop online? Well, you know, um, it is work, and it's work that um, we had not done previously, but it was something that we had wanted to do, and during the downtime when um, our shop was closed, we thought now was the time, and um, it gives us, um, yeah, I think it's another way for us to present ourselves to the public, especially for a lot of our customers now who um, either are no longer in the city or who are from out of town. And yeah, it's a, it's an, it makes us think about, well, how, what do we want to present and uh, how can we present it in a way that sort of reflects the variety of, um, of goods that we have in our shop. What are the early results? Are you seeing any 
increase in activity as a result of it yet, Sylvia? Well, definitely. Um, certainly while um, our shop was closed, that was our only you know, way of generating business. And uh, since then, now that we are open for business again, it's slowed down a little bit because people really, we're a brick and mortar shop. People like to come in and they browse. But uh, going forward, I think that we will definitely need this. It'll be important for us because um, our shop is small and we have limitations on the number of customers who are allowed in now. And uh, we can't basically do business as usual. We can't have a shop packed full of customers. So we are hoping that people will turn to our website. And uh, now that we're talking, I think maybe I'll get a sign up in our store, letting people know that they can, you know, look at our website and that we're getting holiday things up there and uh, that they don't necessarily need to come into the shop to buy from us. Neil? Sylvia, how are you finding customers right now? Well, uh, we basically have always just been sort of word of mouth and people just stopping, you know, basically walking by and uh, people recommending us. We're, uh, we are on Instagram. We haven't done any extra advertising. Is Instagram working for you? I looked at your Instagram. It looks like you have a you know good amount of followers, but a few hundred, and it looks like the content is very curated. I mean, it's as nice as your website, so uh, is that helping you at all? We think so. We like to think that it is. And again, it's just another way of um, sort of showing people our personality and for us to be active. I think um, that is one thing that we've been trying to work on. Um, it was something that we did sort of sporadically before, and I think it's more and more important and to be able to do it regularly, more frequently, and that it doesn't have to be so perfectly curated, that we can just sort of get something out there to let people know, you know what we're thinking and things that we're looking at. How much time does it take? The Instagram, um, it takes a little bit, uh, looks, takes a little time to set up the shot. But once we do that, the, uh, the text, um, it's not that bad. It doesn't take that long. I'd say that if you can um, take, I know shop owners are really busy, but if they could take, you know, these couple of extra minutes or whatever to do it, that it's worthwhile, obviously worthwhile. I'm wondering, Sylvia, if this has changed your long-term vision at all. I mean, you know, is brick and mortar going to be the future for you, or do you think that you'll be able to grow digital enough to pivot there and, um, you know, and grow in that way? Well, that is what we are aiming for. I think, um, you know, what is happening is that we had a lot of customers from out of town, international visitors. And obviously, that business is not going to be coming back for for some period. So, um, growing our digital presence is something that that we need to focus on right now. So we're doing that, and and that also changes our you know our back order, the end, the back order part of our shop that we have to think about. Well, if we're going to put things up on our website, that means we have to have inventory for it, and we have a small shop, small storage space. Um, we have to be a little bit more thoughtful about ordering. So maybe ordering, um, you know, fewer uh, items, maybe a little bit less selection, but a greater quantity so we can be able to do the fulfillment part of it, too. Mm. How long ago did you open Magpie? Um, let's see. We've been open for uh, eight and a half years now. And uh, before that, I was in museum retail. And before that, I was a, a legal and book editor. So this is a complete change mm. of pace for me. And uh, and uh, I have to say, uh, eight and a half years in, I, I still really enjoy the business. And um, 
it, it turns out it was um, the right neighborhood, the right location for us. And uh, we are lucky that in uh, on the Upper West Side and here in New York City that people um, are really supportive of, of our, our small business and our small businesses in general here in the neighborhood. I was just going to ask you, what is the talk on the Upper West Side right now among customers and among other business owners? Well, I think people are concerned. I think even before the pandemic, um, as you probably know, we had um, a, a lot of empty storefronts in our neighborhood, and um, I think people felt like the, some of the character of the neighborhood was changing. And we have seen some closures, I think, since since March. Um, there are a number of uh, certainly small businesses in my immediate area um, that have been in business for many, many years, some family businesses, and they are all trying to hang in. But um, it's it's kind of a struggle, and we are hoping that that people realize that we do offer something special, and um, that's not available just you know on the internet. One other question, Neil. Yeah, Sylvia, what have you learned over the last seven months that can apply to other small retailers, whether they're in Manhattan or elsewhere? Well, um, again, I think that you have to look for um, any opportunity that you can to sort of, um, you know, increase business that you no longer have. And uh, we took this opportunity to to work on e-commerce. And even though it is extra work, and I know uh, maybe not so easy for small business owners, I think it is something that um, we all have to devote our time and attention to. And it's hard now just because um, there are a lot of other things that we're devoting our time and attention to, including all the extra safety measures and PPE, all those extra things. Um, but uh, I'm hoping that uh, we'll be able to survive and that this is something that we can get through and uh, hoping next year that we'll have a very different story. So, you know, I want to ask you on a positive note, you know, do you think that there's optimism for a long term that maybe something positive will come out of this? I mean, there's been for years talk about how brick and mortar is, you know, is dead and you have to move to e-commerce. Do you think that in a way this may be positive for you long term? Well, um, if we can kind of hang in there and, um, get through this, I think that people generally do appreciate, you know, that we have something special to offer. And um, this gives us an opportunity to sort of think, well, what are the things that we can do that really differentiate us? What can we do that makes the experience special for our customers? And, um, and I do feel like, you know, people, they want us to stay in business. I have had so many of our local customers um, stop in every day saying, we are so happy to hear that you're still here. And um, I think that for me and uh, other local business owners, people would feel like it's a loss. And I hope that if we were to go out of business, and I hope that that kind of appreciation is something that, that you know people will become more aware of you know, as this goes on. That we are offering something, that, and it's also just with the human interaction and um, the daily contact with someone who you know and, and appreciate that. Right, you know, and opportunities for people. Right, exactly, yes. You've been listening to Sylvia Parker, owner of Magpie Gift Shop on the Upper West Side of New York City. And Sylvia, you are the type of business owner who all of us find ourselves talking to for 10 or 15 minutes when we come into a store when it is not busy. 
um, uh, it's my pleasure to talk to you and to my customers. And I'm going to come in and say hello in person someday soon. Thank you, Sylvia Parker. Thank you. Thanks, Sylvia. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.